So, the 12th day of July in the year 2022. 1 and 2 is 3. 3 and 7 is 10 cancelled out as 1. 1 and 2 is 3. And 2 is 5. And 2 is 7. 7 into 7. We arrive on the eve of this full moon in Capricorn to really understand that it's make or break. There's no more sitting on a fence. There's no more needing to collate more information. There's no need to go into the archive to try to find viable reference points to why we think the way we do, why we action things the way we do, why we connect to the things the way we do. Why do we disbelieve the way we do? Why do we believe in the things the way we do? That's all been about the completely confusing, ridiculously over-the-top epoch that has been Pisces, right? This last astrological era of the so-called Vesica Pisces and what it represents from the divine feminine and the delusion within is finally done and dusted. Pluto has left Capricorn. This is the last gasp before we see Pluto, God of all our underworlds. Our heart is in the underworld right now. Our soul is in prison in the underworld right now. And finally, Pluto moves into Aquarius. And by God, is that going to change everything? So what I'm about to offer to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, those that are still fairly cognizant, fairly rational, logically, orientated in understanding the way that their planar reality is playing out right now, whether you're in the Northern Hemisphere, whether you're in the Southern Hemisphere, whether you're on a coast, whether you're in a mountain, the frequencies have been amped up. Everybody is getting more lethal shots of radiation into their left or right ear, depending on what is preferable when you use your phone right now. And this Capricorn full moon is not an easy one. Capricorn is so matter of fact, and we can't be matter of fact about anything anymore. To wake up this morning and to turn on the, the, the black mirror <coughs> allow it to kick into gear and there in the so-called you know what happens when you connect to the Wi-Fi all of the notifications start to roll in and at the very top of the list was the Apple News don't know why I'm not subscribed but I get it anyway I suppose because I've got a piece of shit iPhone said that a new mandate is being currently put into place for wearing masks once again indoors, whether you're in a shopping centre, whether you're at a, a train station, whether you're on public transport, whether you are in any kind of restricted space with other people, you have to wear a mask. And underneath it comes the blisteringly 
bright headline, COVID is on the rise, right? It's such an ominous title. But it's a great title when it represents the incredible Alice in Wonderland journey that all of us, to some degree, have experienced of late. Now, as I said, I unplug from communication, I unplug from the apps, I unplug from the internet to the best of my ability where I'm not in direct communication with the so-called illusory world that is not our reality and immediately rewarded with a heavy dose of flu. And because I had the tests, of course I said, oh, well, you know, for shits and giggles, let's do the COVID test. Let's see if you're being targeted by being able to justify if something desperately goes wrong. Oh, well, he had COVID, what do you want? So I took the test and, of course, following its protocols, it came up negative. So I have a really, really nasty flu. And I'm four days in, and that's why I can speak fairly clearly without, you know, coughing and spluttering and my nose filling up with rubbery mucus and all that kind of thing. So that was my reward. But the reward turned out to be um, from the most ridiculously twisted, upside-down kind of logical sense of the, of the word, it, it actually had a blessing to it. Not that not many people would understand. It unplugged me and focused all my attention, right, which became my intention, and focused all my intention, attention on how ill I was. And what do I have to do to turn this around to get the cells once again cooperating? Look at this, man. I'm sitting here doing this audio. I get all these new notifications coming up saying, by the way, thanks for subscribing. And, oh, we've just taken another $300 out of your PayPal account because you've been so good to rescribe to iTunes. I never thought iTunes costed any money. So as soon as I saw it, I knew it was the dark throwing things at me in an effort to distract my attention so that my intention was not focused. All this shit's been going on. And as I said, it's for shits and giggles, right? That's the way you got to look at it. you got to look at the world around you and all those people driving off the cliff into the abyss as nothing more than shits and giggles. This is comic relief for those of us who aren't buying into any of it. I stated nearly a year ago that when it gets cold, when the utilities companies will up their charges, I got the same thing from my Alinta group or whatever. You haven't done this and therefore you are taking advantage of my good graces, our good graces, and we have no option but to penalise you. Right? It's the fear of God that we're going to make it really, really nightmarish for you to be able to use power. Rubbish. I simply turned around, hit the reply, and I said, Rubbish, you guys are full of shit. Check your account. I have the receipts. I have the audio recordings. And once again, remember I used once again, not a first time, I am more than happy to send this information to the utilities ombudsman and he will tear you all a new asshole. I didn't recognize the reality that they were posing, that they were presenting to me in the hologram. 
the illusion of a fear-based moment. Next day, our apologies, we had a glitch in the system during an update, it kind of did some repeat entries, bullshit, 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 please disregard. I knew that when I sent the send button that that was going to be the answer from telekinesis point of view of being able to move out of this illusory reality and into an alternate parallel reality or an ultimate dimension of human experience. I could reach into that and I could twist around the outcome because I didn't put any energy behind it. I didn't put any attention on it. That's the example that I want to use when you generate real clarity of mind, that the clarity of your focus is focused. And therefore, when you have clarity of mind, you'll always find your center. You'll find the center deep in the heart, surrounded by the love frequency, right? Surrounded by that beautiful, all encompassing connection to the divine right, where the heart is pinging out that radiating loving energy, you'll always find your center. And when you find your center, you can manifest. It's going to be like a broken record. And you can sum the whole thing up in one word. Resonance. If you do not have resonance in your life right now, you are not real. You do not live. You do not embody a fractalized aspect of the hologram itself. You already are done. You're being pushed out stage left. Your resonance is your grounded umbilical energy cord to your original blueprint, to your genetic template, to the macabre the sacred geometry, the color spectrum sacred geometry, the coded color spectrum sacred geometry that you originally were, sound and vibration. Resonance reflects experience. Experience is what shapes your reality, whether you're in this alternate reality, lower timeline, higher timeline, different density of human expression, parallel dimension, it doesn't matter. The fact is the moment is still about resonance. Now people can't get it through their heads and they never will. And I'm not fussed if they do. Because you can tell that when you don't fall into the very typical trap of human self-sabotage and stay true to who you are, stay in your lane, do not play the compliance game, do not become subservient to circumstance, you can dance between the raindrops. Even now, while I feel really, really bad, my chest is absolutely like, you know, uh, a train track has fallen on it. <laughs> I'm vibed up. I'm amped up talking to you because today Spotify announced, right, who I hate with a passion, 
uh, that their relationship with Anchor was such that you now had an option if you were doing a new episode for your podcast, you could upload a video version. So all these people all over the world who have been doing all these Zoom chats, right? Remember, Zoom is the second most evil application on planet Earth today, with the first one being Google. But Zoom, as an application, an interactive application for human souls, is an incredibly evil program. And if anyone wants to know more, write something in the comments, and I'll be happy to address it. I don't need to go over and over and over the same material when it is clear as a bell exactly what's going on. So all these people who have all these Zoom chats, these discussions, whether they're personal, whether they're esoteric, alchemic-based, shamanic-based, spiritual, dual, let's emphasize that word, religious, whatever you want to call it, Every one of them can now upload that video as podcast. We are going to get flooded with so much false information, false light, dark agenda expressions, announcements and transmissions. But in the middle of all of that madness lies something like the alchemy of grace. How wonderful to be able to have that accompanying, engaging warmth of the video along with the information that you're listening to a mindless voice. It could be an AI bot for all you know. And how incredibly illuminating it will be for the cannabis growers who are not in it for the money, who don't grow for yield, they grow for shape because they have a pure genuine, authentic love for the plant and her holistic properties. They will be able to upload their grow videos under the so-called YouTube guidelines, community guidelines, meaning it's age-restricted. Big deal. Who cares? I don't want kids looking at my shit anyway. But the bottom line is, is that you will now be able to expand that human experience both on a visual level and an audio level, so you can actually ask your higher divine God self, make this video available, this podcast available to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, period. You don't care about anyone else. Everyone else is way, way down the trajectory of the food chain and let them stay. Right? We've got big enough problems on our hands. We've got a big enough spiritual battle on our hands. And within this whole whimsical, ridiculous framework lies a story unlike anything. So let me grab something to drink and I'll be right back. Okay, so the 3D has been filled with programmed actors powered by the ego, the mind, society, mass media of all sorts, and alternative control programming. Some would call it predictive programming. This created a reality that used linear time and was acted out predictably through automatic societal programs. 
Now, when you're sort of sharing this information, you have also been a part of this linear time cycle, but that time is reaching its expiration date, and we're moving into a new cycle, and the balance is now beginning to tip toward the future. The process started very subtly back in 2012. This was a year where we began losing hope in transforming the old world, and the collective began to turn a corner in creation. This new cycle is now being filled with ones creating from their inner truth, open hearts and authenticity, but being demonized for it in the same breath. This is creating a new foundation for the next, a massive cycle of time, a new age, in this case the age of Aquarius. Global and personal chaos almost always comes before a huge shift in any age and an epic awakening or evolution of consciousness. We are waking up while also moving into a whole other time cycle. It contains an evolved and more complex natural wisdom and a much higher frequency with more freedoms and also more personal responsibility. We are moving past the so-called 3D construct and it is, while it has sort of kind of, I suppose, served us well up until now, it has been quite evident that the system is breaking down all around us. We no longer belong here anymore. We're letting go. We do not recognize it as home. We could be concerned about humanity repeating history once again when we fully arrive in this new cycle. But there is no concern that contaminated energy or dirty electricity or unneeded laws of nature will be sustainable in this future cycle. Anything does not resonate with the new incoming frequencies like closed consciousness or limiting ancestral programs or most things based in duality, ego, elitism, and the list goes on from the old cycle, it can't leak through into the new cycle if we pass the initiation. This new cycle is protected by its frequency and so are you. What happened or is still happening in 3D stays in 3D. So stop thinking in a 3D illusory sense because it's not your reality. Old games and social patternings and mind-numbing routines will stay in the frequency they were created in. Much of this old foundation cannot move forward much longer. And we're feeling the pressure. We are leaving the ego mind consciousness and moving into the heart or what is known as unity consciousness. The new cycle we are entering that we know so very little about and more than others, I can assure you. The future is not written. It is only manifested in each moment, step by step. But the star elders have been teaching for a long while about what we could in fact expect if we pass the initiation. But this future will be our creation and how we dream it into being. Resonance reflects experience. Up to now, it has been a mystery how we will experience this shifting process. 
So far, what has taken place has been filled with many surprises and or huge shocks to the system. There have been brutal levels of letting go of unrealized dreams and intents if it is being removed from your life or you let it go on your own, it was meant to go. Now, one thing I sort of said ages ago now, it seems, about people, relationships, is the fact that they all have their use-by date. Right? Every relationship between a woman and a man a man and a woman, a boy and a girl, a girl and a boy, however you want to look at it, whatever lens you want to look at it through, every relationship has a use-by date where it is no longer enforceable because the two souls start beaming different frequencies at each other. And those frequencies can still be fueled by the old 3D paradigm of attachment to ego and delusional emotional states, while the other seems to recognize things in a more moment-to-moment basis and doesn't necessarily attach any energy in an effort to try to make sense of it, deal with it, or even react with it. Now, up till now, it has very much been a mystery. How do we let go of something? How do we use a lunar cycle like a full moon in Capricorn to round up everything that we know that we've done? And believe me, every single one of us has thrown so many psychic darts at so many people, especially if you're stupid and you're on social media, which you still haven't worked out that it's the thing that's actually depleting your life force. But I'm not going into that to realize that this is just a recurring cycle. Same thing, same day, nothing's changed. It's just a different perspective and a different lens from which you're viewing it. This is why the conceptual idea of ascending somewhere, growing wings and joining the angelic realm is a delusion within a delusion within a larger delusion and is essentially coming from an illusory delusion. People don't understand what that means. People don't understand the fact that it ultimately has been a sifting process. That you experience something and it either resonates, therefore reflecting your experience, or it doesn't. I met someone, they spoke to me in a certain way, I didn't really like the language in which they were expressing themselves, not for me. Great, close the book, walk away. It's that clear, cut and dry. So full moons will allow you to round up all of those people that you've been firing all that negative energy at and ask yourself for forgiveness. You are the ones that are creating these offences supposedly in some delusional state against another soul, when in reality, it all mirrors back to you. You create an offense, shoot out a psychic dart at someone, you just shot it at yourself. You shot it at a part of you that is still feeling wounded, feeling overwhelmed, feeling emotionally impotent. 
because Chiron, the wounded healer himself, is in retrograde right now on the eve of this new moon. Right? Neptune, the absolute epitome of the underworld, the, 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 the delusionary king of all kings of the underworld, is also very, very much apparent in forcing, reinforcing, amplifying and intensifying that state of feeling wounded, that state of pulling your victim card. You've got to get over the fact that you only need to ask yourself for forgiveness for all the things that you have supposedly projected yourself into the external when it doesn't exist. And the powerful photon energy of the lunar, right, the lunar rays, the lunar cycle, this lunation, will ultimately cleanse and purify all of that dirty electricity, all of that dirty compromised energy and bring it back into a neutral state. That's how simple life is, right? But you have to get sick or you have to be maimed or you have to be in an accident or you have to be in hospital or you have to be pulled out of the matrix, like forcibly ripped out of the matrix to be in a state of balance, quiet disposition before you can quiet the alpha waves of your mind circuit and begin to see life through a much clearer and a more liberated lens. What does it mean? What it means is that there really aren't any surprises and there certainly really aren't any shocks because we've been here before. We've done all this dozens, if not hundreds of times. Every turn of the spiral has led us to exactly the same point in our evolution and every turn of the spiral we make the same stupid mistake. Surrender, let it go, because it no longer serves your true and highest good. Thank it for its humble service. Thank it for the lesson. Thank the, the girlfriend or the boyfriend that treated you badly, that, that brought you into an abusive, narcissistic state. Thank them for the lesson you learned by now no longer being with them and send it back to source. You're done with it. It's finished. Out of here. Doesn't serve me. I don't need it. Back to source. And bang, within an instant, it's gone. Didn't exist. That's how simple the forgiveness and the healing from that conscious forgiveness really is. Right, so we're not only moving into what is known as heart consciousness, but we are moving into a cycle that creates from the wisdom and frequency of living multidimensional and multispherically within omni-perspectives, multiple timelines, multiple perspectives, multiple dimensions. And a new orientation of all of these as a composite idea, point rooted in this new cycle of Aquarius. All that is contained in this new cycle is now anchoring in the here and now and in our for lack of a better word, interchangeable bodies, 
what I like to refer to as the forever evolving spacesuit. Now, omni-perspective is a word you won't hear every day. There's a lot of words you won't hear every day. You don't hear resonance much every day. You don't hear harmony in our vocabulary much every day. You hear the distorted factions of love and compassion and caring and sharing and whatever, but you don't really understand or led to understand what they really mean while the planet has gone through this massive shift in moving into the galactic center and into the Shesheta, as I've said hundreds of times before now. So the Omni perspective is a word that the star elders, that are precursors of us, they're the only interdimensionals that we're dealing with, right, coined decades ago. And only now we are just starting to realize what it actually means and how it's going to begin to manifest in our world and our lives. We are diving into a much deeper tone of reality, a, re a reality, a real reality, where we can access a genuine perception of that in many perspectives at once, like becoming almost ambidextrous, but from an emotional and from a mental standpoint. Look that one up. We're beginning to navigate this reality as a whole and not just from reacting from individual perspectives. Living spherically and multidimensionally means we can access the all and everything. And at any time and simultaneously, at any time construct, simultaneously more than one construct, constructs cancelling out constructs. This will all make sense as we go along here. Constructs cancelling out another construct. We haven't had that sort of elevated understanding or awareness until now about what that would actually mean. So diving into this much deeper tone of reality, we can access them all simultaneously at once. We're beginning to navigate it as a whole and not just reaching from those individual perspectives. And living spherically and within a larger embodiment of our conscious mind allows us to access the all and everything at any time and simultaneously. So I think this is what's been causing the crazy confusion, the nerve racking overwhelm in the last couple of years since we had the onset of COVID. It can really feel strange navigating this because we can feel rather spun around or overwhelmed by all the possibility along with all the change. So you are a garment that has been deliberately designed through human design to be, to act and to present in a certain way and now you're thrown in a huge washing machine with all these other garments different colours, different weights, different embroidery different sizes and you're thrown into this huge wash of the washing machine and you're up, down, all around, topsy-turvy 
in the dark, in the light, wherever, but you cannot seem to find a grounded place to make sense of it all. Now, little is known about how we're supposed to navigate this process. It will be up to us and only limited by our creativity. There's no guidebook or map to this new future. It is part of our awakening process to learn to live and thrive again on our own power, at our own speed and in our own special style and way. You see what I mean when you break the chains from what has been controlling you, what has been programming you, what has been conditioning you, you're like a newborn babe ready to experience the world through a whole new set of perspectives. Those perspectives can be put into easy terms as through a whole new set of eyes. And what will this will do, when this is actually assimilated, it'll be like candy to a child. It'll be easy. It'll be seamless. It'll be lovingly delivered. And when we have a deep living experience with these new frequencies that are illuminating and accelerating our light bodies, it is priceless, eternal and precious to us. All we have to do is allow ourselves to dive in and feel it. You have to want it. You have to desire. There's nothing wrong to desire something. Don't worry about all that blame, shame, fire and brimstone bullshit for desiring something. Because desire leads to want and want will lead to the fulfillment of need. Now, the divine human is now beginning to arrive and operate in these new frequencies. The new frequencies are conducive for us to embody our entire soul's manifestation of our divinity. There is a deep core original blueprint, our original divine self is returning and has a familiar feeling like coming home to ourselves. This feels, for the first time, like the person we were to be originally, but the new blueprint is more evolved and rewired without the usual duality principles attached. It's almost like we have to go through a complete ego death. We might feel lost to our life purpose. We might feel a loss of passion or even our creativity. Everything we thought we were in changing within us is changing within us now. There will be a feeling of uncertainty when we plug into our true self at first because <coughs> it will seem and feel incredibly foreign. We will feel our life experience rise to a place where we can see it from many different perspectives at once. We will be able to see the interconnectedness between other situations and challenges in life and how they are all connected in this expanded level of consciousness. Humanity will rise above having an individual experience but will bond with a collective one. We are all part of the one creation. No more or no less than any other part. This is what we might experience while having an experience of non-duality in omni-perspective. You'll hear that more and more as we go along. 
Some roadblocks to our process of assimilating this evolution would be going into denial or not taking personal responsibility for our ego-based actions or resisting and acknowledging our uncomfortable, painful feelings. Spiritual bypassing only puts off the inevitable. What you don't process in the moment will come back in a more complicated or twisted way to be dealt with later, called karma. If you can feel it, you can heal it. But we all know by now that the only way out is through these dark, deep clearing and healings. Dark nights of the soul. That's what I'm in again now, right? I have to upgrade my light body to incorporate more of this photon, more of this plasma energy, more of this CME energy in order to continue to raise my vibration so that my filters become even more aligned and more acute. But the only way through it is to go through it and to own it, right? These deep clearing and healings are our teachers for a short time more in what is left of this dimension as it dissolves. Now, I said when I started working with the immutable Celestia Nisha star about a year and a half ago that we both agreed the reason we wanted to come together and do the Alchemy of Grace as a 12-video module course letting people know what they've been through, why they're where they are, and where they're ultimately going to go as it related to hermetic principles, as above, so below, right? But we were predominantly agreed that the third dimension had gone, that had basically dissolved. And all we were experiencing now, and what people seem to have solidified into a much more denser experience is the toxic residue left over from the explosion. Maybe now people will realize, oh, the old dimension of third density thinking is now gone, a thing of the past. I've got something more that I can put my focused attention on. I can start to live in what is known as, or accept and even adopt, heart intelligence. Heart intelligence takes away from what we gave dominion to, which was our brain, our mind. Mind intelligence holds no candle when it comes to heart intelligence. Now, going through dimensions feels much like walking through a door in your home. In fact, we have been practicing shifting dimensions for a rather long time. Do you remember how quickly your short-term memory disappears when you walk through a doorway in your house? Or how one room feels different than the other? It's subtle. But if we pay attention, we will feel the shifts. Then when we are outside in nature, we can discover and go through many doorways. Simply slip into another dimension without effort. It will feel very much the same as when we walk through a door in our homes. We can notice this phenomena while being out in nature, communing and convening with nature. But pretty soon we'll be able to feel these doorways walking down a crowded city street. I bet some of you reading this right now, hearing this right now, knowing this in their hearts right now, today, are already doing this. 
It's just all about paying attention to all the little shifts and clues in the energy. This is the first step to entering into another dimension. Now, I will give you a little tip. One day you will walk out to your garden if you have one. Remember, a garden is filled with life and colour. Right? All the different colours of the rainbow can easily represent themselves evenly in a garden. So let's say all of us who are getting access to this podcast are able to go out to their garden. One day you'll go out to your garden and you'll say, oh my God, everything is brighter. All the colours of the flowers and the green and the dirt, the sky, the background... Everything will just seem brighter. You will have a more vibrant picture. That is a real step into adopting this new unified conscious nature. Now, for a lot of you, it won't happen. It just won't happen because you're not time shifted in a way that you will be part and parcel of the transition into the new earth. That's okay. Because this never ends. There is no beginning and end to the river of life. A river is circular. We believe that it can start in any one of a dozen different places, but really when you put it all together and connect the dots, it never stops and it never starts. It's always in flow. And that's what you're looking to do, get into flow. Understand a subtle state of flow. And that means disconnection. Disconnect from your so-called responsibilities and obligations and give yourself the reward of alone time that it deserves. This will become doorways. When you get into a more elevated state, these doorways will become stargates. And when you get into an even more elevated and more aligned state, these stargates will become hypergates. And through hypergates, you can navigate your way through multi-dimensions, interdimensions, outer dimensions, and experience all manner of beings. I will be speaking for the first time at length at what I truly believe in my heart of hearts what ETs really are. And I'm talking Pleiadians, Arcturians, Syrians, Blue Avians, Anunnaki, the Nordics, I don't know, there's there's so many of them, it's ridiculous, it's beyond ridiculous. And the so-called galactic federations, galactic councils of light and all that kind of gajargled sort of, you know, label stuff is all about because it's not even something that needs to be really addressed if you operate from a somewhat intelligent state of being. So, during this time where we graze the edges of our multidimensionally or multispherically based reality, we might feel deeply emotional, hypersensitive. There's a great word, hypersensitive. Isn't that what we've all become? We get triggered on a dime, triggered by a text off the black mirror, Triggered by someone's dialogue on a TV show. Triggered by someone and their language in a conversation. We are hypersensitive. Our nervous system is stripped down to the raw of nothing. 
it's not even operational in a divine sense. You've got to win that back. That takes work. That takes deep shadow work. Getting in tune with the parts of yourself that you don't want to necessarily talk about, acknowledge. This is the journey from a simple doorway to a simple stargate, from a stargate to a hypergate. Hypergate is the quantum world in which we are all going to one day emerge. Me at the age of 59, nearly 60, eh, possibly, but I'm not holding my breath and I'll explain why. So, this is why there is a saying, history repeats itself. It has always shocked us when a once considered healed pattern has returned into our lives, but in a different sneaky version of the same pattern. It feels shocking because it is actually unnatural to our divine embodied God self to have a lesson or a challenge repeat itself. All of our experiences in this life have been experienced from a less evolved tone of reality due to our time in history and our general place in the cosmos. The involvement of the so-called cycle we are in or, for many, were in because we're not in it. Not operating at that level anymore, because you don't mind. Oh, look at that text. It's actually saying I've done something terribly wrong, or I'm being punished for something, or I've kind of misconstrued something. It's asking me to react to it. Well, I'm not going to react to it, because I don't want it. And that's it. You can almost hit the, the side swipe on the message on the iPhone and hit delete. Then it's really gone. Then you've made that choice to delete something that would have made you reactionary in the first place. You see, this is you speeding up. This is what the planetary cycle right now with everything that's happening. My God, how much energy, fire in the sky have we had with Mars at home in Aries? Chiron in Aries. We've had so much of that. We've had the Scorpio transit through the North Node. We've got the North Node now finally resting again back in Taurus, squaring to Saturn. It's, it is such unprecedented times when we have so much going on that we cannot seem to make sense of. That's the truth. Hard to hold it together, as they say. So, this is changing rapidly. Now we will be able to complete these experiences on a much deeper, a more complete level. Prior to this point of evolution, we could only stick a bandage on our wounds or use super glue to hold our creations together. That's how crazy it was. How good were we as a species, as a whole, in using band-aids. Think about that. I'll just put a band-aid on it. It'll, it'll fix it. It'll hold it together. No more. Because we don't see the value of temporary dealing with something. We need to confront it, own it, nip it in the bud, and to deal with it. Release it, 
surrender and walk away. Now, these were the limiting tools we had access to at the time. Everything is based on our environment. Everything is based on our timeline. They did serve us well up to this point, but we have grown past them now. There will be some unfinished 3D business. There will be some karmic connections that need resolving, certain patterns that need to be dealt with that we all will need to let go of now. Capricorn full moon right now rising into the night sky is already accelerating my light body. I feel like I am burning as I speak to you. The new cycle will have less limiting laws of nature with more freedoms, much higher frequencies of operation and more self-responsibility. Hella fucking new ya. It also means our creations will more directly match what we envisage within our hearts. Our hearts will become the projector of our vision. What do we really want in life? What do we really want to achieve in life? What really floats our boat? Oh, I'll let my heart project that to draw in and manifest what it is I need. We are becoming light bridges between the third dimension and all other dimensions. And I say other dimensions, not the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, because as we well know, certainly backed up by the star elders, they say labeling them in a linear fashion is a 3D construct and it does not represent the reality of spherical creation. Where it is recognized, there is truth and light in all dimensions. All of creation is God, but it is up to us to choose which reality and which associated dimension we wanna create or co-create in. These are the only different levels of expressions of awareness and truth. Some dimensions will dissolve away when enough souls pull their energy out of any given outdated reality, thus rendering it inoperative. If the soul energy can't power the engine that's kept us trapped in the lower vibration of the, the prison planet till now, and it's gone, then the soul engine can't operate so that the old paradigm the old outdated reality can't operate. This can be seen in the world where we are in right now with many of our programs quaking, wobbling, reversing and crumbling around us. Many dimensions will also operate simultaneously for a time. We will weave in and out of different dimensions and timelines seamlessly. Some aspects of other dimensions will fade into history while other new dimensions will begin to appear and build a new hologram, a new holographic future. This is how a shift of an age actually takes place. It does not happen with one massive event like a lot of us would like, but with a slow, and carefully 
balancing act of evolution. But this time, we are doing this part of evolution with our physical bodies, with the intent of maintaining physical life throughout this process. And this also means the primal natural programming we were born with is now officially out of fucking date. A new programming, programming by self, is being uploaded into the motherboard to play out on the circuitry so that we have time to adjust to these new electrically infused impulses or what we call this new process. During this time, we might feel opposing and conflicting feelings or experiences or even events. We will feel anticipation, heightened fear, happy, but grief also, and hopeful while still going through the letting go process. Because we're feeling as if we're being pushed me, pull you. Pulled one way, pushed another. Stretched one way, stretched another. And it's really hard for our nervous system to be able to rein all that data in and deal with it. Not an easy thing to do by any stretch. When we feel these multiple dimensions at once, we will feel like we are losing ourselves, our identity. Right? That's what COVID, that's what the lockdowns were all about. Remove their identity take them away from being valid in the world. And I could go on, but there's no point. You should all know this. This should be second nature now, to a greater degree. We feel equally pulled in opposite directions. And it's confusing to navigate as we feel everything at once. We're being upgraded so that we can handle it. If we can't handle it by being visceral, by being hardcore, by being tough love, by being forthright. We can't make the jump. The jump is the initiation. But unless we arrive and leave our, our duality expression behind and then enter into a unified conscious state of a larger universal being, become cells of the planetary being, as I've said so many times before, then we can't make the jump. Now, we will feel the new frequencies arriving in different ways. And all while the old is being ushered out. Like, think of it as a flushing system. My God, that's a really bad thought. God damn it, I should flush it. Let me flush it. Bang. Wow, that's a good thought. Let's, let's go with that. So be ready to flush your bad thoughts. I always ask the father personality to come down and take over my own personality without the depth of emotional charge when I'm feeling overwhelmed by the BS of 3D, the BS of the people around me, the BS of my own circle of influence. I want to just completely shut them out altogether and allow God, the Father personality, to take over who I am and the way that I am in the we are. There's a big kind of a contradiction there, you know. 
when it comes to the I am my I am and the we are of the we are. It's still something that many of us in alchemy are trying to figure out. But we will, because we've worked everything out to this point. Now, there'll be a sort of a paradox of feelings and mixed emotions each step of the way while we move out of duality. It's a conscious move out of a pattern that has kept us comfortable, that has kept us safe and secure since the day we were born. We're about to physically anchor into something much vaster, inclusive and infinite. We are becoming closer to embodying our true God self. God is one with all in everything. And this is our birthright. I refer to in most of my meditations as the totia. The one that is all. To-ti-a. The one that is all. And repeat, repeat, repeat. The one that is all, the one that is all, the one that is all, the one that is all embodies me, I am God. Very straightforward, right? It's trying to go through the declassification, go through the deprogramming process every day in order to find the light. When you find the light, you anchor to the light, you become an expression of the light, and therefore your transmission signal is completely clear. Right? You become a self-authorized tuning fork. I love that one. Absolutely. Before I, I sound my singing bowl, when I'm trying to present, well, not present, when I'm trying to draw forward from a parallel dimension the healing frequency I need to push out all of the suppression frequencies coming from the web, coming from the internet, coming from my attachment to the media. My attachment, as I said in my last audio, our lustful addiction to technology. Our new world is being created by our collective evolving conscious into a unified universal context where the heart is at the center. We are an all-inclusive expression of God's all-encompassing divinity that is comprised of uncountable perspectives and dimensions, all of which have and always have been God in all life. All of life is one. We are the one. Now, what an incredible closing statement easily turned into a closing mantra that you can do tonight wherever you are in the world under the full moon in Capricorn. Because I'm just going to say this, and I don't really care how many people it triggers, Capricorn is a motherfucker. Right? It is a nasty piece of work if you don't know how to work with it. I feel sorry for people who have Capricorn rising or are pure Capricorns. Their lives over the last two to three years Five years even, 2019, 
has probably been immeasurably difficult and challenging. So to go under that moon, that motherfucking moon, and say, all of life is one, we are the one. Don't say I am the one, right? Don't relegate it to just the I am. If you're going to relegate something, rope us all into it. All of life is one. We are the one. I forgive all. If you have to put some kind of personal stamp on it, finish it with that. But the way I'll do it now is all of life is one. We are the one. I forgive me. By me being forgiven, I forgive we. So in a cryptic, more meta sense, all of life is one. We are the one. We forgive all. You just don't get a more perfectly embodied and rounded statement to bring this exciting new understanding through a state of drain energy, feeling really, really heavily congested in the chest, blocked up in the nose, ears are painful, throat is absolutely like razor blades, but still having the courage, the valour and the worthiness to get out under that full moon and all of life is one, we are the one, we forgive all. Namaste.